Welcome to Fearlessly Failing Hot Seat. In this ep, I fire rapid questions at one of our fearlessly failing guests. P.S. I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not so good at the rapid part. I get too intrigued by the awesome answers. Now, a new ep is going to drop every Wednesday. So enjoy this shorter style episode of Fearlessly Failing Hot Seat. Hello, Bonsoir. Hey, Bonsoir. Hot seat, Lola Berry. Roles reversed today. Yeah, I'm in the hot seat. I haven't seen your questions. Haven't seen my questions. I'll be the host. I'll keep this nice and snappy. All right. Hopefully we won't chitty chat. Oh, you can chitty chat. Too much. But these are meant to be a… Rapid fire. Rapid fire, shorter… Uh, never seen them. Ooh. Never seen it. I've got… It's you all start, always phone. start with full name. You know that, right? Yep, I know that. Okay. Full legal name. Lauren Avery Smith. Mum's last name is Avery. Yeah. Dad's last name is Smith. Smith. Very cute. Lauren. Dad named me. Loz. Loz. Still calls you Loz. Lozenger. Lozenger. Where does Lola Berry come from? Um, First boyfriend's sister was called Lauren and he said, I'm really uncomfortable to be dating someone with the same name as my sister. He said, can I call you Lola? Can I call you Lola? And I said, yeah. And then when I worked at this fashion shop in Paran. Yep. Tom, my co-worker, would go, how's my little Lola Berry going today? Very cute. Yeah, so Tom named me. That is a very um, – are you still friends with Tom, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's really nice. Okay. Sweet or savory? Oh, sweet. 100%. All day. <laughs> All day. Pumpkin pie, sticky date, pudding, toffee, salted caramel, uh, cookies and cream, white chocolate, you name uh, it. All of the things. Marvelous creation. I want to try the Marvelous Creations it's, Caramel. Yeah, I mean, it's not that good. It's fine. Really? Nah, it's not It's not as good as the original. I want to try the birthday cake, but I don't think it's mm. as good. Anyway, favorite flavor? White chocolate. It's your favorite flavor? Pumpkin pie. Would you say like maybe like spice, like Christmas spice? Yeah. Like one flavor. What is the one flavor? Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. Mm. Okay. That leads to my next one. Favorite dessert? Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie of all time. Okay, <laughs> but not the gluten-free version of Airwiner, the actual one with the graham cracker. Yeah. Like the proper OG deep dish. Does graham cracker mean when they, they crunch up the, the Pico, crackers? Picos, yeah. Yeah, add butter and then they do the… That's the base, but it's deep dish. Uh, pie, pumpkin pie with graham cracker crust. Stop it. I made you a full like… Pie crust for your birthday. I should have just done the graham cracker thing. Yeah, because we've got gluten free graham crackers in crackers yeah. in Australia. Okay, you want to do something fun, or do you want to go straight into something serious? Go fun. Okay, fuck Mary Kill. Oh my <laughs> golly! Okay, we'll marry you. No. What do you mean you're not in it? No. Fuck Mary Kill. Chris Hemsworth. Oh, okay. Liam Hemsworth. Cole Sprouse. Oh, I knew you were going to throw <laughs> Jughead in there. Okay. Okay, so fuck, marry, kill. Okay, 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 okay. Well, marry Cole Sprouse. He's my fave. Okay. Um, kill Chris Hemsworth. You'd have to. You'd have to. And fuck Liam because I think yeah. he's got a bit of like tortured artist yeah. heart, so I reckon he'd be good in the sack. Got no other choice, do you? Did you, you, did you presume that that'd yeah, be my answers? Yeah, that's what I presumed, yeah. I still wanted to… um. To throw that in there, though. Oh, good one. 
one. I couldn't do it with like people we know or like, oh, fuck, marry, kill. Oh, yeah, I'll marry you. Like, that's boring. Oh, no, you did a good list. Mm. I'm not, I don't drink, like, I think the Hemsworths are amazing, but I'm, I'm not like, oh, my God, yeah, yeah. take me now. But they are good looking guys. I like their voices for me. It's the yeah. voice. I was going to do something funny like, fuck, marry, kill, like, um, Scott Morrison, Anthony Albanese, or like, Gladys Bajiki. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad she didn't do anything. That would have been a harder one. Okay. More serious ones now. Favorite achievement. Mm. So it doesn't have to be like work or anything specific. It just has to be something that you feel like you've achieved and you love that you achieved it. So this is a crossover of work and helping others. I was working for a morning show for Channel 10 in New York and I was doing a TV segment where we volunteered at the New York Soup Kitchen in West Harlem. Have I told you this? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I remember I was, we got the train there and I was like so concerned about how I looked. And we got there and I interviewed one of the people. They go, go interview him. I can't even remember his name. They go, he's been coming for the last 13 years straight. Wow. And I interviewed him. I go, what, what do you love so much about the West Harlem Soup Kitchen? And he goes, I love Thanksgiving. And I thought it was going to be like, there's turkey, there's yep. pumpkin pie. And he's like, oh, I love it because they put tablecloths out. Uh. And I was like, Lola, get a grip of yourself. Like, you're here worried about how you look. This guy, he gets excited if there's a tablecloth on the table. And I, I was quite young and early in my career that I had that experience. So I felt really early on never to take my career or my life for granted. So put things in perspective. Yeah, I would have been like early 20s. Okay. Yeah. The first time in your life that you felt that everything made sense. Uh, I probably the feeling of passion, like the feeling of like finding something that you love and it sparks something that feels bigger than you within your heart. And for me, that is passion. The most recent time that has happened for me was doing a a theatre play Mm. and just fully giving over to the experience, had a wonderful director. And I remember I was like, it felt out of body and I could feel like electricity running through my veins. And I was like, oh, this is why people act. It's something that is bigger than you. But I have had those moments of passion not on the stage as well. Like I've had it when I'm filming something that I'm really passionate about or Mm. working in TV or any of that, you know. What about early on? Was there like, you know, a moment early in career where where you just kind of look back and you're like, oh, fuck, this is all starting to make sense, like everything. I had a YouTube series called Fruits and Roots and I remember this, I might have been the second series and that we were filming it where I lived on the Gold Coast and I was talking to camera and I was like, this chili is great for metabolism, warming mm. you up, da-da-da. And I was looking down the barrel of the camera and I was like, this is what I'm meant to be doing yeah. right now. And that was, I was, would have only been like 20. I love that. Or 21. I love that. It's beautiful. Passion. 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 Biggest fear? Uh, Probably like not achieving to to the my best potential desire. No, not potential, because I'll always know that I'll push everything. I'll push the envelope as far as I can. But like I've got big dreams and I think like seeing how hard it is now having lived in LA, it's a very real possibility that those dreams won't come true. Like it's a 2% success rate. And so like if they didn't come true, that would be pretty heartbreaking. Yeah. 
Mm. Biggest irrational fear. Uh, like spiders, snakes. Uh, they're rational. Um, I think more <clears throat> my irrational fear is like I have… Uh, well, I, I have a history of eating disorders and so yeah. body dysmorphia comes with that. So I have mm. an irrational fear of weight gain. Gotcha. Probably. Yeah. And, and and I still have that. Like I'm very scared yeah. of that. And you're still working on it. With the freezing embryos and injecting hormones, I'm afraid that I'll mm. put weight on. Which gotcha. I won't. But mm. I'm afraid that I will. Yeah. I'll be here for you. I know, but you, you asked what my rational fear yeah, is. No, it's weight I gain. like that. Yeah. Biggest lesson. Oh, there'd be so, so many. But like just trusting yourself, trusting your intuition mm. and also not giving a shit about saying no. Like I learned that this last time I was in LA, I have some really cool friends and one of them, it just knows when they don't want to be there anymore. He's like, okay, yeah. see ya. I'll, I'll see you in a few, next time I see ya. And I, I think I've brought that back with me. Like you went out last night. I went to the beach with you and your gang during mm. the day. Yeah. And then you went out and I was like, see, I'm not coming out. Yeah. And and I like that. I like that ability to say no when you really want to say no. Yeah. I like that too. Mm. That's very nice. What's a big challenge you've overcome? Eating disorder, pretty big one. And um, learning not to give a shit yeah. about what people think of me and, and judgment and yeah. – and people pleasing. I was a big people pleaser, and I'd really compromise myself to please others. Yeah, which I don't really want to do anymore. So you're saying that that was a big challenge, huge, and I'd that still that was hold, holding you back. Yeah, it would ruin my day if I had like a food thing I was freaking out over, yeah. and ruin my week. I'd freak, yeah. you know, I'd freak yeah. out the whole lead up into it, and of course, yeah. What would you say? You like were your worst nightmares? Like based on that. Like, what's your worst? No, my worst nightmare is being around fake people. Yeah. I can't handle the thought oh, yeah. of like… I think most people like that though. No, so many people are fake dingoes. Yeah. I would hate to be in a scenario where I have to be around someone that is fake. Mm. And and sometimes, unfortunately, it happens. And it's quite heartbreaking when the moment where you, someone will say something and I'll be like, oh, we're not going to be friends anymore. No. And it's quite sad. Yeah. You know, it's, it's heartbreaking yeah. when someone lets you down like that. Totally. I think um, everyone that I generally meet, I know pretty much instantly. Yeah, who, I think we like, all do. Who is, who is real, who's not, and who, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you know, you've got a very short like tolerance. I was like, no, I, I'm very patient, but I'm very understanding of people's energy and who you kind of let in. We both really enjoy reading human behavior as well, you and I. Because it is totally. It is also beautiful the other side. When you meet somebody that you've never met before and you feel like you've known them your entire life. And often that's just that they're a cool human. And for me as well, it's that feeling of not being judged and just being myself. And and I think that I love those kind of spiritual meetings where you meet yeah. someone and you're like, it feels like you're meeting a kindred, totally. kindred spirit yeah. and you just share a really cool conversational yeah. meal. Or I think we've got a few new friendships like that that have like… Kindred spirits. Yeah, right. but kind of popped up pretty recently that have been… I've lost some friends in the last yeah. 12 months and not f through death other than a, a metaphoric yeah. death of a friendship. Like I've lost friends in the last 12 months yeah. and that's been really, really confronting because… I don't think people talk about it that much, but as an adult, losing yeah. friends just because they don't like you anymore, yeah. you don't know why, that's really confronting. But the flip side is when you make a friend that is real yeah. as an adult, it is like 
fucking gift. Such and a like gift, yeah. such something to be reveled in, like something so beautiful and um very healing. There's something really healing in that, yeah. I think. I feel like I've lost a couple of people. Yeah, you've gained heaps though. Gained heaps, but yeah, like people. I've that gained I, like two. Yeah, but people that I grew up with that I thought would be around I think that forever. Might be a 30s thing, but though. But like it, it was when I moved, because I wasn't in like the proximity. That's I don't know. I, I thought that but then, you know, I have a, like my best mate that lives overseas. Like our friendship's stronger than ever. Oh, yeah. that go, he, Adam's going nowhere. Yeah. He's your ride or die. Ride or die. Mm. Ride or die. Mm. Let's change the pace up a little bit. Mm. Best celebrity meeting. Oh, Moby probably. Moby. Yeah, I was working in a health food store. And um, I just got back from New York. By this stage, I was fully in love with America and was like, it took me a very long time to become an American resident. So I had this dream for a long time. I just got back. This guy came into a health food store I was working at and um, he was buying all these organic ingredients. And I was just helping him, just helping him. Didn't realize it was Moby at all. Anyway, just chit chatting, but I picked up on the accent. I was like, oh, where are you from? He's like, New York. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going back soon. I want to move there. And he made me this list of all these vegan restaurants to go to, health places on the spot. He owned one of them, like 13 Candles or something it was called. Yeah. And um, he paid with his credit card. I remember his credit card said Richard Hall. So, again, I thought nothing of it. And I go, oh, here's my card. I said, you know, I'll be there, you know. That's cute. Within five minutes, he'd sent me an email going, hey, it's Moby. Do you, do you and your mates want to come to my gig tomorrow night? No. And I was like, oh, shit, that was my – I had no idea that it was him the whole How time. Cool. And then we went to the gig. We went to backstage. It was a clean party, like no booze. Mm. He had like hummus and crackers and um, dips and yeah. juice. And we stayed pen pals for like two years. That's hilarious. Yeah. But I've met people that were also mm. underwhelming. Yeah. That weren't that nice of celebrity, big, celeb- big yeah. celebrities if they're in Australia. James Bay? <gasps> He's a good one. Yeah. So this ha- it, this is a shout out to Jane McGlyne, <clears throat> the yeah. best, most incredible mate. Uh, Jane, we were at some Sony party or something or some like universal music party on a rooftop in Sydney. And I get there and she's like, that's James Bay. He's so hot. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, he is. And she's like, you should, you should go hello. over and say hello. And I was like, can you do an introduction? She goes, fuck no. <laughs> You're on your own lot. She goes, fucking walk over there. And I was like, so I walked over, got a selfie. He was so lovely. He was with like a manager or something. Yeah. So I'm a fair bit older than him. And he was real sweet. I got my photo. I was fucking beside myself. Besides thank, yourself. Thank you, Jane, Jane for, for making me do that. Jane the boss, Nagline. Yeah, she's the best. She's the best. She's unreal. All right. Something, we're nearly at the end now. Yeah. Something you are truly proud of. Um, you're probably expecting me to say my books, but you know, in all honesty, mm. I love this podcast yeah. so much and it brings me so much joy and I just hope that it gets to grow to the level that I think it could grow because it's an yeah. honest, real, yeah. genuine podcast that is created to help and inspire others. Yeah, I agree. Oh, mm. I love that. Mm. Okay, last two. Something you love about Australia. And I know this is a hard question for you. 
Oh, no, I just love the nature, especially living here in Byron Bay. Like you can swim in the ocean and it's so healing and clean. And it's I love the safety of Australia. It's so safe. I'll never take it for granted. Absolutely not. Yeah, it's beautiful. One thing you love about America? Ah, opportunity, the dream, (laughs) and to be around dreamers. Like you're constantly around dreamers. Whereas in Byron, you and I went to a market this morning all you see is dogs and families, babies and pregnant yeah. people, which is beautiful as well. Mm. And that's why I like this would be the great place to raise a kid. But in America, you are around dreamers. The energy of that is intoxicating. Like it's yeah. so anything is possible. Like I was like, oh, I think I'm going to write an animation. Everyone's like, yeah, cool. What do you, what do you, what do you want to do? do? What do you want to do? Yeah. You say it here and it almost feels weird coming out of your mouth because you're like, yeah. well, I It just write- feels so distant here. It feels a little bit far away, yeah. whereas opportunity is there and yeah. Americans love to hear your dreams. Yeah. So they're both different. Like I don't think it would beat the quality of life from a lifestyle perspective here. Yeah. To, I mean, I haven't traveled enough to know what it's like in different parts of Europe and whatnot. Yeah. But I would say America for opportunity and for the energy of being in the entertainment, yeah. like Mecca and yeah. melting pot. I think I told you this last year, I was in this acting class and the teacher said to this one actor, congrats, you've just booked a movie. As I'm driving home, that same actor… Is on a billboard. Billboard for a Crazy. different movie, separate to the one she said congrats for. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, you're so close to it. Yeah. Like even, I didn't tell you this, but I was at Air One with my mate Mo, like a week before I got on the plane, maybe even closer. And I was like, that's McSteamy. And she's like, what? That's McSteamy mm. off Grey's Anatomy. Uh, yeah. And he's the dad off Euphoria. Gotcha. And he's just strolling the aisles of uh, Air One and getting a few mm. greens. and As, you, as you do. Bit of kombucha. Um, yeah, so it is nice being in that close. And like yeah. sitting next to Conan O'Brien at dinner. Like, yeah. Epic. It just doesn't get to happen yeah. here. And it's, it's not that you're getting to see famous people. It's that you're getting to see people that have got the careers that you're dreaming of. And yeah. so it fills you up with hope. Yeah. And that hope is so, like when you see a Hemsworth here in mm. Byron, because they all live here, you're like, oh, handsome devil. You don't feel like, because yeah. they're not here working, they're yeah. here living, right? Yeah. It's quite a different energy to like being where it's like, you know, I went to a taping with James Corden and you just feel so much closer to like your dreams. Yeah. Beautiful. Any parting gifts? We will leave it there. I thought you were going to ask me for like the best advice or like. No. Yeah. That's your whole podcast. They can listen to the whole thing. Thanks for interviewing me. I'm, I, it's nice to be on the receiving end of a yeah. hot seat. It's easier than I thought. I'm, now I'm going to go harder on my guests. I was just going to do heaps of fuck, marry, kills, but I thought… Oh, oh do you want to do another one? That was quite fun. No, I can't think of any other ones at the moment. Can I do one on you back? Okay, go. Okay. Fuck, marry, kill. Oh. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. 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 Um, Zendaya. Uh, and Ariana Grande. Easy. Go. Marry Gwyneth. Of course. He's got a huge crush. Fuck Zendaya. Yeah. And kill Ariana. Oh, cool. Yeah. Easy. Oh, cool. Easy that was peasy. Nice. I just thought of that on my at the top of my Gwyneth, head. Gwyneth, 100%. Yeah, she should be on mm. your… I mean, we don't even need to have an open relationship for that to be totally okay with yeah. me, just so you know. That's We've got it happen. on the pod now. That's happen. And who am I allowed? Whoever you want, boss. Oh. Love you. Love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.